Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Michael Abernathy with the Times News, and I'm here with Kate Croxton. Hello. Kate and I went to the uh, rally, protests, whatever you want to call it, at Silent Sam on UNC's campus last night, and we want to talk about that and what we experienced, and we're going to intercut this with audio that we got at the scene. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, um, that was definitely a very interesting experience, something that I will never forget until um, the day I die. Uh, I've been to rallies and protests before, and that was definitely one of the most aggressive ones that I've ever been to. Let's just go ahead and say it. Why? You know? <laughs> um, the police reaction uh, to the crowd was not what I was expecting. I, I obviously or honestly expected that Actback was going to be the one to throw the first punch or at least react to someone in the counter protest crowd doing something um so the fact that it was the police who kind of made that jump to aggression was shocking we should say we were part of a group or one of the groups that got pepper sprayed Mm -hmm. um the first one yeah that was my my first experience with pepper spray i hope my only Mm. Oh, that was your first time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, have you been before? No, no, that was my first time too, but you you took it so well, I, I figured it had happened before or something. <laughs> no, I, um, I think once I realized what it was, I was okay, and then I was just kind of worried about you. Yeah, I um, I think it affected me a lot more than you. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. I don't know maybe if I was having some kind of reaction or... But, uh, I mean, my throat was closing up. I, I couldn't get any breaths in. And I think that kind of caused me to have a panic attack on top of it, which yep. wasn't really helpful. <laughs> oh, there was definitely some panic yeah. at first before I realized what it was. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll get to that in a minute. And we've got audio <laughs> of all that. And that's how our night pretty much ended. But let's go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. We got there. You got there before I did. I walked up a little before 7, I think. Yeah, I think you got there right at 6.45. Um, Steve and I got there. Steve's our photographer, for those who don't know. We got there around 6. And at that point, it was only news outlets. Um, by the time the, I guess, protest really kicked off, there was over a dozen. Um, when we first got there, there was maybe 8 or 9. Um, but no students, really. No faculty. No outside members. It was just media. Um, and as time went on, you know, more police showed up, um, more media showed up, but then the counter protesters did show up. They had signs, they had flags. Um, I saw a couple of t-shirts, so they they definitely uh, turned out. Yeah, there were at least a few hundred. Yeah, UNC Chapel Hill is saying 200. Uh, I think it was definitely more than that, if not double. Because um, you have to count ACBAC, they were at least 40 or 50 strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the counter protesters, and then if you want, you know, count the police. I know that the city of Greensboro had f- at least 40 officers out there, so easily the, very, yeah. The police presence was enormous, yes. which, which I'm thankful for and expected to a degree. Mm-hmm. But we had 
uh, I was surprised to see UNC Wilmington. Yep. UNC, uh, they had a few yeah. there. They had UNC Wilmington, UNC Greensboro, UNC Chapel Hill. They had the town of Chapel Hill police. I think we um, saw Durham Sheriff's Office. There was another sheriff's office there that we could not positively identify. Uh, like I say, City of Greensboro was out there. Um, there was a couple SBI agents on the perimeter. Um, I mean, there was it was a it was a huge police presence, and you know, some were on bikes. Uh, I saw two of them on four wheelers. So they mm-hmm. they were all over the place. There was a helicopter in the sky. I mean, they just they were watching that area. Although I think that might have been a news copter. A news copter. Yeah, just been, just from being there when. Uh, after game rallies yeah. and throwdowns on Franklin Street, uh, there was a, there are always news helicopters flying over. Mm. Well, there was a helicopter though. That was that was noteworthy. Yeah. So that crowd showed up about seven thirty, and there was a dance yeah. party, and yeah. and that just kind of looked like a almost like a party on the lawn, really. Yeah, they just. I mean, I think they had like a boombox or something. They put a couple of those uh, mega speaker phones or whatever up to it, and they were, you know, the first song they opened with was uh, "This Is America." Very good uh, first choice, I think. <laughs> and then they uh, they just kind of progressed into their own songs. You know, a lot of it was stuff you could dance to. I don't think a lot of them had very many political meanings behind them, like "This Is America." Um, but they, I mean, they clearly were just out there to show that, hey, we're having fun, we're having a good time, we're not going to pay any attention to Act Back and and the Confederate statues. So yeah, although obviously the timing was oh, absolutely to um, be in their face, and they did call it <laughs> they did call it what the dance on on the grave, Silent Sam Stomp or yeah. Stamp, one of those. So it was pointed. And then it seemed like the, I guess the Antifa grew as well. That part of the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that looked like a mix of students and out-of-towners to me. It really felt like a lot of people were just walking down the street and saw, hey, there's a bunch of cameras and people there. Let's go check it out. Mm-hmm. I felt like maybe easily, I don't know, a, a fifth of the crowd there was not there on, on intention. They were just there because they saw something mm-hmm. and... I mean, I, I had a couple of students that walked by me at one point. And they said, I don't even know what's going on. It's some kind of protest or something. It's like, you go to school and you don't know what's going on. That's that's kind of that's kind of interesting. <laughs> so, right. And I, and this is a good segue because I'm going to cut into a couple of interviews that I did. Okay. I caught a couple of freshmen. Oh, okay. And so they're walking into this and they're from New York. And there's been a lot of commotion and uh, it's all been about nothing in my eyes. What year are you? I'm a first year. Okay, yep. freshman. Yep. So this is uh, interesting to walk into. Yeah, I'm from uh, New York, so we don't really see any of this. Yeah. How's it going so far? It's fine. Yeah. It's probably the most eventful part. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you expect to see tonight? Um, I don't know. Probably just a lot of like arguing. I don't expect to see any violence, but I mean, I, I certainly hope not. But you never know. Yeah. Um, yeah like. My friend here says it's our third rally and, like, not much going on. I mean, tonight it seems like a bigger crowd, but uh, it's definitely something interesting to walk into. The first night was kind of chaotic when they first took down the Battle of Sam statue. I really didn't know much about it until that actually happened. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, obviously frightening rumors about, like, Dave Duke coming and stuff, and uh, obviously my parents back home are a little worried. Where's that? New York. Yeah. yeah, New York as well. So they like always call me saying like stay away or like just be careful. So just trying the best to be safe. But here you are. Yeah, here I am. You know, I'm I'm interested. Yeah. This is this is history right here, so yeah. I definitely want to see it through my own eyes. 
Did you know that this was on campus before you? I did, yeah. I visited um, in years past, and I knew it was on campus, but I didn't know that it had such a, uh, like a controversial um, image in the view of the student population, I guess. At 8 o'clock, it, it changed, and that's when Act Back said they were going to be there. Right, so they were supposed to um, meet across the street at 745 on Franklin, and obviously they, they never did that. They came in through a side entrance at the uh, Moorhead Planetarium parking lot, um, and they actually showed up around 8.15. I was actually about to start giving up on them and saying, oh, I guess they're not going to show up. And then the uh, at 8 o'clock, the police made a line of their bicycles um, to cut people from going uh, I guess around that area where Act Back would be coming in at, um, and then sure enough, they got there at eight ten. And I mean, you could just feel the tension just increase tenfold as soon as the first one of them walked out on there. I mean, they were all holding um, posters saying, you know, save our uh, monuments, save our history. They had flags. I saw a couple of guys dressed like Confederate soldiers, so they they were going full out last night. Right, the tension ratcheted up. Mm-hmm. Um, well, before I mean, we only had that one lone kind of wolf, uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Taylor. You know, he showed up at seven. 30 with his flag but he he wasn't affiliated with act Bag. he had nothing to do with them you know he was just he was just there to show his support for the confederate flag so right and they they let him inside the barrier so mm-hmm. that might be something that we haven't talked about yet that there there were two uh layers of barriers around the pedestal three technically um because okay. they had one around the pedestal itself that way back right. couldn't actually go up and start touching it but they they had one around the pedestal or yeah one around the pedestal itself a bigger ring around that and then the third ring which is where the cops mostly hung out but um right. yeah Akback was allowed in, into the second ring i guess if you want to call it right along with the the original guy yeah kevin the, yeah the, the <laughs> flag. and and that really um well it angered people mm-hmm. it angered people who are protesting act back and their presence there and throughout the night i think we watched you know i i said to you earlier i think the media should have been allowed into that second ring because um we if, we if weren't not, allowed yeah. we, if, if, sorry it's just if not that at least the third ring with the police so that way we right. weren't right on top oh, of no, act back that's what but, i mean that's oh, okay. what i mean the media weren't allowed to cover act back mm-hmm. and what what they were saying what they were doing were kept at a distance and i understand that there's safety involved but they could they they should have allowed that um because it makes for one-sided coverage right. when all when all you hear is nazis go home yeah for for an hour so you know let us let us air the ideas right that's the whole point of free speech is that everybody gets an equal airing well honestly agmat got a lot of attention you know from that but they who knows what they said out there i mean right. we know they did a group prayer because we could see them all huddled together with their heads bowed and their eyes closed we know that they did a couple of war cries uh, rebel war cries because you could hear that at, at certain points when the crowd mm-hmm. wasn't drowning them out but any speeches any right. talks any actual services they did we have no idea all we see and all the public sees are just a bunch of people carrying confederate flags mm-hmm. they aren't allowed to give voice to their opinion and they certainly have very strong opinions they are trying to make the point that we are not about racism mm-hmm. and we're not about hate but their message wasn't clear. And that became obvious when I spoke to a bystander last night who couldn't tell what the ideas were. She was just shocked. My name is Madeline Mernion. And you said your husband is a PhD student. He is. He's a PhD student in the mass communication. And I also work on campus. I'm just delivering student mail. 
how long have you been part of, I guess, the UFC community or area? You know, we've only been here a year. Okay. Um, actually, we come from Fargo, North Dakota. Oh, yeah. So it's really interesting to see, like, this old history and um, the dynamic that is happening down yeah. here. Yeah. So I've stopped to talk to you because you had such a shocked look on your face just watching um, the scene over here. Yeah. So it's... A very interesting dynamic with seeing so so different polar ideas happening. So one is saying "f you Nazis" and the other is showing their support with um, um, for the statue. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just a little shocked. Yeah. Um, just because it, there's such like I guess violence and and contention. Yeah. And I'm just really surprised. So, as a northerner, just, yeah. like, we kind of don't have to deal with those sort of, maybe... It's fairly recent in the South, too, I'll tell you that. Is it? <laughs> this is... I mean, I've never seen this until the last couple of years in my whole life. You didn't? Here. No. And, so, I, like and I went the, to UNC and grew up in North Carolina. Yeah. And, I just... I, I just... I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. I just... I'm so yeah. surprised. And I don't know if you're getting a good, like... <laughs> No, it's chat right now. I'm just like I am so like flabbergasted by the yeah. by, by the entire thing. Just like I've never seen two people fight like this in a. Yeah. Did you did you come out tonight because you heard this was going to be going on, or are you just on your way somewhere? Or? My husband is filming right now, <laughs> and I am just actually just taking it all in, just trying to see what is happening and. Yeah. The chaos and and yeah. I, I actually didn't think anybody from the opposing side would actually be here tonight. Mm-hmm. And I'm very interested in watching their yeah. process and then watching the other side's process too. They did their thing for about an hour. They unrolled this huge, yeah, it huge like a parachute. <laughs> yeah, was it circular? You, it think. was. Yeah, it was circular. It was not a a, a rectangle flag. That's, that's why everyone kind of keeps using the word parachute. Um, going back to elementary school when you would have a big parachute and have balls on it, and you yeah. go up and down in the air with it, and they would wave it that way. Yep, exactly. It it was um very childlike almost in how they were treating that, but it was a Confederate flag. It was in the shape of a big circle, a big parachute, if you want. Um, and they stood around in a circle holding it. And there was a group that almost surrounded that circle. Um, they had, you know, those were the group people holding the signs and and wearing their mm-hmm. outfits and whatnot. Um, but again, you couldn't hear anything. That I, I know they tried talking to the crowd, but you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. Um, and so, what nine fifteen or so rolled around nine nine fifteen? It was right at nine when a little like maybe a few minutes, like two or three minutes before nine, when the police started organizing to. Uh, get them out um they had the act back guys come out one by one single file and then they had a line of police on their bicycles on both sides so they act back was completely covered you couldn't get to them right and they were pushing people off the sidewalk oh yeah you couldn't stand on the sidewalk they they told her i mean i tried going you know 10 20 feet ahead of the group yeah. so i could film them coming towards me and i wasn't allowed to do that um i mean they had two officers on four wheelers that were going down so like you didn't want to get near them because they were going to run you over but um i mean if anyone even tried to put a toe on the sidewalk they were immediately getting shoved and holding you know told to get back get away Mm -hmm. step back i expected that 
I guess if you're going to escort them in, you're going to escort them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a huge crowd. And so you can't control if you let a few people on the sidewalk, you lose control. So I get that. Yeah. Um, I think when it turned was when we realized, oh, they got they basically got valet parking in yeah. Moorhead Planetarium and um, and they were really coddled. Yeah, I mean, we had to park at a parking deck a couple blocks away. Um, Yeah, Agbacked, they had a whole section of the Moorhead Planetarium parking lot that was barricaded off, so counter-protesters couldn't go anywhere near it. So as soon as police got to that barricade, they were then allowed to just walk in there and go up to their cars and get in their cars and walk away it was but what my my view of it is that one side of the speech was protected and one side of the speech was obviously not and that became yeah uh, that became very clear at that moment really when so act back members have uh, been led to their cars in Moorhead planetarium uh, the crowd there's a corner of the building uh, and a corner of that barricade that mm-hmm. nobody can cross getting into that parking lot and the crowd was dispersing because right. Actback was leaving. I mean, some people were staying there, you know, saying go home Nazis. But again, it was just shouting. I mean, right. no one was throwing anything at them. No one was saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, kill your family or anything extremely violent. It was just shouting. Right. And then that's when the pepper spray went off. Right. Um, from what we can tell, it looks like a Greensboro officer. Yeah. That's what other reports are saying. It was the officers in the yellow vests mm-hmm. on the barricade. They were Greensboro officers, Greensboro uh, police with the bicycles. So then what, what that meant was they pepper sprayed a crowd that was not being violent, that hadn't attacked anyone. Uh, certainly not that I saw. No. And uh, and if only one arrest was made at that point, they could have easily arrested that one person yeah, or no. two people with with all the officers they yeah. had there. There was no reason for the pepper spray. Uh, and so we got hit. WFMY got hit. I know two or three other members of the media who who I saw who were around me were choking. Uh, there was no reason for it. There had to be protocols. Uh, for pepper spray and I, I just I hope that there will be a reckoning for it if I may say one thing so some people may get this visual idea that the the barricade was like right up against Actback's like I guess last car if that makes sense mm-hmm. they had at least 10 15 seconds to get as far away from the barricade as they could before the police dispersed the pepper spray. So it's not like when the last act back member crossed the barricade, that's when they did it. They, they literally waited until that last member was mm. 10, 15 seconds away. So easily, you know, 30. So they weren't affected. Yes. Yeah, so, so act back was 110% as far away from the barricade while the police still had an opportunity to hit the most amount of people, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what really boils my blood it's because you know they didn't they didn't do the pepper spray when we were all around the the rings earlier when it was actually the yeah. most dangerous yeah they uh when so many people were there uh as Agbeck was leaving the crowd yeah. were encroaching on the police line to mm-hmm. shout at them and yeah that's what makes me mad you know they they waited until Agbeck was safely beyond the barricade safely away from everything the people had already started to disperse because at that point there's nothing really to look at or i guess in their case shout at and then that's when they did the pepper spray and it's just like i don't, I don't get it i don't understand it i mean um, you and I and several others were just immediately hit by it. Yeah. Um, and we all started running and I mean, we were choking and we were gagging. I saw one girl laying on the ground. I don't know if if um, 
she was laying there to protect herself or if she had fainted or whatever. But I mean, everyone all around us was screaming for water, water. Can mm-hmm. anyone have any water? I mean, it was it was just it was panic and chaos and it was totally unnecessary. Thank you for the water. 
later on, you know, on on Twitter, we've seen videos now of uh, different pepper spraying incidents mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, there's one in particular that really upsets me. It's like the uh, the Occupy Wall Street <laughs> meme. Um, but, uh, you know, a guy's yelling at the cop. Well, that's your First Amendment right. You know, you can't you shouldn't be aggressive to We've been police. yelling at them all night and right. you haven't pepper sprayed anyone. So, uh, but but that's your First Amendment right. Mm-hmm. You can say that you disagree with the police in the United States of America. And you can even give them the finger, which this guy did, although it happened to be at the exact moment that the officer just put a can of pepper spray in his face and sprayed him. Mm-hmm. Um, police have a real PR problem right now in this country. <laughs> and yeah. for right or wrong, this isn't the way to win that PR war. No. I trust Burlington police. Mm-hmm. I've been here 12 years. I don't feel like they hide things from the public. And frankly, they're really easy and good to work with. I haven't felt that way about every police department I've ever worked with Mm -hmm. um, or ever um, had to interact with. And that includes Chapel Hill police and UNC police. (laughs) Um, So this this isn't helping that Um, Greensboro police. They need to come clean, you know, according to... Someone's got to come clean. I mean, they can't keep saying, oh, we don't know who, you know, deployed the the pepper spray. Well, someone knows. And And there's a photo of it. Someone's got to say something. Somebody knows who that officer is. And and Greensboro police needs to stop hiding behind this sort of uh, draconian arcane. And, well, you can't have it. It's secret, whoever was in command of our whatever, because it was a special operation. Sorry. Uh, you're a public entity mm-hmm. and you don't get to hide behind secrets. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's, it's whether it's a gun, pepper spray, taser, whatever, as soon as you deploy some kind of weapon on your on your belt, you have to report it. Yeah. So there is a report out there somewhere with that officer's name explaining, you know, how many times or why or when he deployed that pepper spray. It's out there. So they can't sit there and say, oh, we don't know who did it. Yeah, you do. No, it really does. makes me angry that one side of speech is protected by the police, uh, at least in this instance, and another side is um, uh, attacked by the police. They didn't. Uh, they didn't strike a very good balance between the two. It was very obviously unbalanced. Yeah, um, and and you know some people will say, well, they're making up for the fact that they let the statue come down. Um, I haven't heard that argument. <laughs> optically that's yeah. kind of what it looked like we're gonna let this this once i do whatever they want to do tonight no. because because we you know uh they're taking heat because the, the chapel hill chief i think told his officers to stand down yeah. just the nature of the two groups police are going to be able to interact in a more friendly manner with with act back yeah because it's obvious that ActBack worked the channels last night. Mm-hmm. Um, they made calls. This is what we want to do, and this is how we're going to do it. And so police were able to work with them. So I get that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the Antifa groups by calling for no cops. Obviously, they aren't going to work with the police. No, but I mean, especially after last night, they have no reason to want to work with police. I mean, if you're being nonviolent and you're just sitting there yelling and all of a sudden you get pepper sprayed to the face yeah you're not gonna like the police anymore and so what we're talking about is gonna tick a lot of people off oh uh, yeah i mean you're and and i and and so i want to i want to go back on record i'm not anti-police no right 
And neither are you. No, absolutely not. Um, and I am not anti-law enforcement. And I do believe that we need police. And I, I believe that um, there are some that make mistakes. But by and large, they are good people trying to do the best that they can. It was just, it felt like they made a couple of misjudgments last night that could have prevented a couple of things happening. I mean, after we left, um, all three of us, me, you, and Steve, you know, we got the email at 9.45 that, a, you know, or no, excuse me, at 10 o'clock that three people had been arrested and that a second pepper spray had gone off. So one could make the argument, you know, if the first one hadn't gone off and enraged the crowd that, you know, the police had, I guess, as you said earlier, attacked them, there wouldn't have been a need for a second one and three people mm-hmm. to get arrested because they were leaving. They were going home. They were getting in their cars and, and driving off or whatever. And then all of a sudden the police pepper sprayed everyone. Yeah, that's what we assume. We we can't mm-hmm. know what, no. what would or wouldn't have happened. It probably didn't make things better. No, no. All right. So we've talked we've talked about the pepper spray a lot. Any other takeaways from last night? Mm. I mean, I, I will say thank you to the the two very kind UNC staff members that uh that got me a, a seat and uh got us some waters and yeah. you know got EMS to come over and check on us about the pepper spray. I know we're trying to get away from the pepper spray, but you know, shout out to them. That was very kind. Um, I mean, I was just kind of impressed by the dance group a few times. I, I, you know, I was trying to circle while Backback was there for their hour. Um, so I was constantly kind of, you know, either hitting counter protesters or trying to watch Backback. But every time I came around to the dance group, I mean, they, they had their backs turned to them. They were just dancing away. They had glow sticks in their hair and yeah. their clothes. I mean, they were just totally there to just rock on and have some fun. Wouldn't the world be a happier place? Yeah, if you could just dance. Uh, the argument is that these things draw attention to the fringes, and certainly they do, mm-hmm. these sorts of uh, displays. So we have two fringe groups coming together. They don't like each other at all. They uh, hate each other, if you read their rhetoric online. <laughs> and um, it it creates this sort of media circus, which last night was yeah. uh, just crawling. I think every agency in the state was there. I just hope that we can – I hope that this settles down after a while. I'm really tired of talking about Silent Sam. Um, both sides maybe have made their point. Let's go on. Let's move on. Let's And let's be thankful that it wasn't really violent last night. Right. It could have been a lot worse. Um, I'm thankful that no one brought a, brought a weapon. I was concerned about that before we went. I don't want more opportunities for um, – for, large-scale violence right which i think it's just ratcheting up the tension the more of these we have so i hope everybody will just kind of go home and cool off (laughs) right i just i I think everything kind of was you know big and in your face until a moment and i know we're trying to get away from this but man as soon as that pepper spray went off it just it changed the whole game around you know because up until then it was a non-violent protest and up Mm -hmm. until then everyone was just kind of saying or i guess in their case screaming what they want to scream and that was it. We were all going to go home, you know, mm-hmm. back, back showed up. They did their little twilight service and then they left. So it was time to go. And then I just feel like, I just, I really feel like the pepper spray just caused everyone to get angry all over again. Except now this time they're directing all their anger at a completely new force, the police. And it caused them to stay around for another hour, hour and a half. Uh, I just, it, it just felt very unnecessary. This is the last thing I'll say about it. It's rare. It, it made, it made us as journalists become part of the story mm-hmm. and that doesn't often happen we were no. observers we were observers until that point yeah um and i was 
just happy being an observer and and doing my job but so it's so I think that's part of the reason that we're taking it so <laughs> it feels personal it is because personal, it was yeah. personal uh, and that doesn't happen to us much we're 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 a, we do our best to be objective mm-hmm. um, and this is subjective which is why we're going on and on about right. it right well um, it is hard distancing yourself and saying you know well a group got pepper sprayed I mean I, I wrote that in my uh, my silent Sam follow up and I just I so part of me just so hard wanted to be like no i was in a group that got pepper sprayed and i can't do that um but i mean yeah it is it is personal because we were there and we got a we got negatively affected by what had happened yeah well i'm gonna have a time editing this day (laughs) into something that doesn't make us sound like (laughs) like, uh uh, screaming (laughs) anti-law enforcement whatever's but um Thanks, Kate. Yeah, thank it sure you. was an experience. Oh yeah, and, I'm, and honestly, Michael, I'm just really thankful that you were there with me because oh. if if I had been by myself, I'm I'm not too sure how that uh that pepper spray incident would have gone down because you were the one who who you know picked me up and got me up to the uh to the UNC people. You know, you helped me get water and helped me catch my breath. So I'm I'm really thankful that you were there with me. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, once again, Kate's first words when she caught her breath <laughs> uh, and they were asking her to go inside um, and, and chill out with the water. No, I have to stay here so I can see what happens. Cosmic professional. And I just did. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, it was great. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Of course. So let's go have a good weekend. All right. Yeah. Happy Labor Day, everyone. Yeah. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.